The following contest is a second round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 63rd Seed, a 1992 action-adventure game from Capcom, Gargoyles Quest II, The Demon Darkness. And its opponent, the number two seed, a 1987 action-adventure game from Nintendo, The Legend of Zelda. Your ringside judges are Pat Dooley and Ricky Giraldo. There's nothing left to say, but round two. Hello and welcome to episode 57 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. Uh, you have caught us 57 weeks into our Nintendo Entertainment System tournament, uh, and today we are taking a look at the number two overall seed as determined by IGN's list of the 100 best games for the NES, The Legend of Zelda, as it takes on the number 63 seed, Gargoyles Quest II, The Demon Darkness. I'm Pat Dooley. Now Ricky Drava, and yeah, we're uh, we're here. We uh, we started the year on a you know Nintendo All Stars uh, tip. We you know we, we've uh, we've played Kirby, we played all three Super Mario Brothers, we played Metroid last week, which was awesome and has awesome. aged incredibly well. Great, great, great game. Uh, we played you know excite bike and final fantasy and dragon warrior and we played a, a whole lot of great like classic Nintendo punch games. out <laughs> punch out and it has brought us here to the first zelda game uh but we do always start by talking about the underdog which in this case is a 1992 action adventure game from capcom Gargoyles Quest II The Demon Darkness, uh, which you heard us talk about uh, back in episode 31 when it beat Cobra Triangle to advance to this matchup. Um, if you didn't listen to episode 31, you can always go back in whatever app you're listening to us on. Uh, you can go back and listen to everything. Uh, yeah, so Gargoyles Quest II, you know, in that episode, we talked, you know, in detail about what the game is. It is a spinoff of the Ghosts and Goblins franchise. Uh, starring Firebrand, the gargoyle. Uh, and, I mean, honestly, it's it's similar in a lot of ways to a game we're going to play next week. Uh, I would contend it's better than the game we're going to play next week. Um, but that's not really saying much, which you'll find out next week when we when we talk about that game. But I mean, it's it's fine. <laughs> it it toggles between being it has a like an RPG style overworld map where you you know you go into towns and you talk to people and then you go to a place and then it turns into a side scrolling platformer. Um, and it's a yeah. really frustrating platformer. Um, and it's also weird that you're Firebrand. Like it's yeah. cool that you're Firebrand, but just weird that he has. It's a weird game. choice. Yeah, I'm like. This guy was just a villain in Ghost and Goblins, and yeah. now he has his own game. Two of them. This is the sequel. <laughs> Two of them. And he's a character in Marvel, Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. So it's like, 
Firebrand's got some staying power. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it later about how far we made it. But I will say, like, I, I, I play the same sections over and over and over again, trying to, you know, dying on the same platforming level and having to go back to, you know, my last save and, you know, trying to do the same platforming level again and then, you know, finally clearing it, getting to a town and then going to another platforming level and dying and lather, rinse, repeat for an hour. Uh, it's fine, um, but we've played such better Capcom games uh, in this tournament. It's I know it's not quite fair to compare it, but from a company that gave us, you know, six Mega Man games and uh, Rescue Rangers and, you know, DuckTales, which we haven't got to yet. Um, I feel like I'm missing another major Capcom game that we played. Um, but um, it just... There, yeah, there is some. There's, there's something I'm missing. And yeah, we'll get to it eventually. But, yeah, it just... I don't know. It feels like it's trying to do too much. And in doing so, it doesn't quite succeed on either level. Um, yeah. I think it... I feel like. Sorry, go oh, ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. I, I just feel like this was probably their answer to Castlevania. Like they tried, especially Castlevania Two. It felt like Castlevania Two. I can see that playing it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I think the first time I was pretty high on it because I did not know Firebrand had his own game, right. <laughs> and I'm playing it again. I was like, okay, yeah, this game. Yeah. And, and, and we were talking before the pod, like we are kind of spoiled now that we played the, mm-hmm. the elite. Yeah. And it's like, wow. The yeah. difference between the elites and some of these games is quite yeah. a lot. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think we talked about this on the podcast last week that like the gap between like the top 10 and then like yeah. 30 through 70 is huge. Like there's a huge, massive yeah. gap between the top games, between, you know, your Metroids and your Super Mario Brothers 3 and and the games like and Mega Man 2, which we haven't played yet, but I have played so many times, I know. Um, it's just that the gap is so huge. And, you know, Gargoyle's Quest being number 63. Also, I kind of feel like it lucked out a little bit in that it got Cobra Triangle in the first round, which was also <laughs> yeah. not a super great game. No. Um, it was fine as a vehicular combat game, but it wasn't as good as Gargoyle's Quest 2, but there were a lot of games that didn't make it out of the first round that would have beat Gargoyles Quest 2. It just, you know, luck of the draw. Right. So, I mean, it's, like I said, you know, it's not bad. It's definitely it's just, not bad. It, it's just fine. Yep, but it's not bad because it got a sequel. So people obviously liked it. There you and go. It made the money in CatCon. I mean, if something makes money, they're... They are they're all make, about it. So look at how many Resident Evils we have. Look how many Mega Mans we have. Look how many Street Fighters. Street Fighters. And there's so many. Like almost all their franchises have sequels. Mm-hmm. There's only one that really has it, and I know people are dying for it. And that's Okami. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, it feels a little weird that that hasn't had a sequel yet. I think like it's been in the works, but it keeps like not happening. Huh. Right. Yeah, that kind of seems like a no-brainer. But of course, we've also been you know talking for weeks about how Metal Storm should have had a a, uh, a sequel. Capcom, do it. Pick it up. 
I, I'm sure you can get the IREM library dirt cheap and get the rights to make a new Metal Storm. You have to. Oh want my Metal God. Storm. Next gen. Please. Yes. <laughs> I want to play Metal Storm on my Switch and on the PS5 and <laughs> Xbox Series X. I mean, honestly, wow. at this point, I would settle for a mobile Metal Storm. Yeah, I, just a remake. Just give me, give yeah. me that game. So so good. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of, you know, iconic games like we think Metal Storm should be, but isn't, um, even though it is objectively better than a lot of the so-called classics for the console. Uh, we get to the number two overall seed behind only Super Mario Brothers three. The Legend of Zelda, a 1987 action-adventure game from Nintendo designed by Shigeru Miyamoto and Takashi Tezuka. Link must traverse the land of Hyrule and collect the eight parts of the Triforce of Wisdom so that he can defeat Ganon and rescue Princess Zelda. By battling through various caves in the large overworld map, Link gathers items like boomerangs, a magical musical instrument, bombs, arrows, and heart containers, which should sound familiar because... There are now 19 Zelda games, uh, including the number 21 <laughs> seed in this tournament, Zelda 2 The Adventure of Link, which we will be playing next week. Uh, although it is hard to call them sequels and prequels because the chronology of these games is bonkers. I yep. like just try to get through the Wikipedia uh, about the Zelda chronology in one sitting. I define because they're all different timelines, mm -hmm. sequels of one universe, and yep. Yeah, there are basically and, like four distinct timelines yeah. that, yeah, cross, you know, multiple platforms. It's not like all of the Game Boy versions are in the same universe. Yeah, it's just <sighs> crazy. Uh, it has been ported to the GameCube and Game Boy Advance, as well as the virtual console for Wii, Wii U, and 3DS. It is included in the NES Classic, which is how Ricky would have played mm -hmm. it, uh, and it is available on Switch Online. It is uh, the first home console game ever to have an internal battery for saving data. So that's, you know, that's crazy. It's, it's worth even inclusion <laughs> yeah. just based on that. I think it's the first yeah. game where you could save your game and come back to it later and not have to, you know, enter a password to pick up where you left off. Uh, we always talk about, you know, where they, where the game ranks. Obviously, IGN has it at number two on their NES list. Games Radar calls it the number three game for the NES. Nintendo Power called it the seventh best game for any Nintendo console. Uh, uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly calls it the 13th best game of all time and the fifth best of its time, which is a subtle distinction. But um, Game Informer calls it the best video game ever made unless they made in 2009. Uh, it was also That's inducted wild. into... Yeah, the best game. Think about what had already come out by 2009, and they're still calling Zelda the best one ever. Uh, it was also inducted into Game Spy's Hall of Fame, which is a thing I didn't know existed and apparently doesn't exist anymore, uh, but uh, Web Archive still has it up if you want to look that up. It sold... This one's for you, Medic Sloan. 6.5 million copies, making it the sixth highest grossing game in NES history behind only the three Super Mario Brothers games, Duck Hunt and Tetris. Wow. So. Wait, so. not the Tetris we played, the Tetris for Game Boy. 
Uh, no, this is the NES Tetris, but also not the one we played. This is the Nintendo license. The real Tetris, Tetris, right? The one that was also on Game Boy, but it is it's the NES version of the yeah. Game Boy version. It's all Got it. Complicated thing. Is, um, is that on our list? Uh, nope. Yeah, we just have the Tengen version on our list. Weird. So, yeah, I don't know. So weird. I mean, I, I guess it's more of a Game Boy game, so that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I am kind of curious to go back and play. I, I, I would. We should do a special episode at some point where we do like games that got sequels that didn't make the list, or like alternate versions. Like do the Nintendo Tetris, do the first Gargoyles Quest. You know, True. Do the first Skater Die, like just random game. Do Chip and Dale Two. These random games <laughs> that the first Double Dragon didn't make the list. The first Double Dragon, yeah. Two and three did, but not the first one. So I don't know. Content, content, content. It's everywhere. <laughs> so Zelda. Uh, Zelda. Man. Um, one thing I didn't include in that rundown, but that is very important to what I think we're gonna spend a lot of time talking about. The packaging for the game came with maps and a hint book that explained how to find things in the very large overworld of oh good because because without those things <laughs> the game is almost impossible impossible pat i don't know how people got through this without it i don't I think like, they did I, I am lost i have no yep. idea what to do uh-huh. two hours of just wandering around putting bombs up against rocks, hoping I would blow something up and get that doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo of uh, <laughs> revealing a hidden passage that I could go into. Because I know that that's, so, like, that's a Zelda trope. Like To find some hidden things, you have to just blow up rocks. So I would just blow up rocks, and sometimes I would find stuff, and sometimes I wouldn't. Usually I wouldn't. And then I'd have to go find a shop and buy more bombs. bombs. And <laughs> die, and then die, so, and then die. So I, I'll, like I've said before in the pod, I'm not a Zelda guy. The only mm-hmm. Zelda I truly liked was Ocarina of Time. Which and, I agree is the best Zelda. And I, uh, I don't know. It is definitely a top game of its time. It is definitely a mm-hmm. classic. It is definitely a Hall of Fame caliber game. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. This game just, I didn't find it that fun. I don't know. (laughs) See, here's the comparison that's been kind of rattling around in my head since I played it the other day. It's like Mario and Zelda are like Citizen Kane and Casablanca. It's like, you know, one and one A. Like every, like every gamer is a Mario and Zelda person. Usually they're a Mario or a Zelda person. Just like every, like, major movie fan or you know at least film snobs are either citizen kane people or casablanca people right i'm is that my cat or is there a (laughs) cat in your i think that's your cat what are you doing out there (laughs) i'm in the middle of a recording I guess she was just wondering where I was. She just stopped. She's not even in the room. She's just talking through the door. Just wanted to make sure I was okay, I guess. Um, Where was I? Oh, Casablanca Citizen Kane. Um, (laughs) I fall in the Casablanca category. 
I yep. appreciate how good Citizen Kane is. Like objectively, it is great. It like pioneered a whole lot of you know film techniques that are still being used. Like you know, Wells was a visual genius. Like there's no doubting that it's great. But given the choice between the two, I would rather watch Casablanca all day every day. Same yeah. thing with Mario I, and Zelda. I appreciate why Zelda is great. It pioneered a lot of things that are still being used by game developers today. I mean, yeah. they're still making, they've made 19 Zelda games. But and, and here's the thing, like all, almost all the main Zelda games has pioneered other games. Yeah. Like every game wants to be Breath of the Wild now. Mm -hmm. So I, I totally 100% agree what you're saying that we're more Mario guys. We will play mm -hmm. Mario a hundred times more mm -hmm. than Zelda. Yep. We're not calling it a bad game. Not at all. Not, not at, at all. It is objectively <laughs> great. Yeah. But it's just not for us. No. It's not fun in the way that Mario games are. Right. I would... and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I know there's people out there that were, are going to listen to this and be like, I had a lot of fun playing Zelda. And <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Like, maybe because we didn't know what to do. Maybe. I do. I, I mean, we, we brought this up time and time again over the last year on this show that the, the importance of the instruction manual, like how big a deal that was in the 80s. Yeah. Like, to be playing this in 1987 with a map showing you where everything is and a like a little booklet with information about the different caves and stuff it's a whole different experience than what we just had which is dropping ourselves in and making it up as we went um, yeah you know at least we were familiar enough with the franchise to know that like okay well i know if i'm gonna do that i'm gonna need bombs i know oh hey i need to go see that fairy because she's gonna give me health um just, you know, the, the, the tropes that are still around today. But... Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It was kind of like playing, like, Dragon Warrior and Final Fantasy, where we were just like, well, you just gotta... Yeah. Talk to everything, hit everything, mm -hmm. and just keep pushing A. <laughs> well, I mean, Gargoyle's Quest 2, even, to a degree. Yeah. Um, at, least yeah. at least with Gargoyle's Quest 2, I felt like, you know, there was a relatively, like, you know, go east to the forest to get this thing and then take that thing north to the cave to give to this woman who will give you yeah. this thing where you can then go and south. bring it back yeah so yeah but yeah so, yeah it's iconic and it's it's Zelda. yeah it probably does belong at number two like <laughs> yeah it is good the mechanics are great like mm -hmm. It does everything Overhead. it's supposed to. Yeah, the music is great. The look the is, great. is great. Yeah. Uh, dude, I mean, the, the most iconic thing I think about Zelda is the damn box. Like, yes. <laughs> who did it? Who did it not just like look at Zelda and be like, what is that? Was it so, the gold case? Mm hmm. Well, the, oh, the cartridge was gold. Yeah, the cartridge. That was, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I mean, also the like the box was gold. Like, yeah. At that point, like all the I'm holding up for the camera so Ricky can see this, but but yeah, obviously but you can't. But like they all all the Nintendo games looked like this. Like they were gray yeah. cartridges 
like a black Nintendo background sticker. with the Nintendo sticker and, you know, a like action shot of a pixelated character doing something. This is a gold uh, cart with no characters on it, just like a sword and a shield. And I was like, yeah. oh my god, like, it's just epicness in my hand. <laughs> and, I mean, it's it, delivered. Yeah, it's... In 1987, this totally delivers. It's... Yeah, it really does. The, with the saving and... and I, you know what's funny? I wonder how many people thought Zelda was Link. I mean, it, it tells you, but... <laughs> oh, I mean, people still do. People still call, <laughs> you know, call Link, Link Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. But, I mean, it doesn't help that it's, you know, the legend of Zelda and front and center is Link. It's like, oh, well, that Link. was Zelda. Super Mario <laughs> Brothers, yeah. that's Mario. Mega Man, that's Mega Man. It's true. Usually, I don't get it. At least in those days, you named Bi- the Bionic Commando is Bionic Commando. Yeah, re- it's really weird how it, I guess Legend of Zelda. I guess they try to be like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I think right? it's. it's like, very, I think it's very much meant to be like a, uh, like a Lord of the Rings or like a D and D campaign. Right. Like it's you know, the tales of you know whatever. It's, so obviously, I didn't get to the ending of this game, but yeah, do you fight Ganon? Yes. Okay. I I only know this from like seeing it in Nintendo Power. I've never actually made it to Ganon, even with walkthroughs. Um, but yeah, Ganon is the final boss uh, in this. Because yeah, I don't even remember when I was playing that they mentioned him. Mm-hmm. I don't think they did. He the only time, at least as far as I made it, the only time he's overtly referenced. Oh no, that was in Zelda Two. We're talking about next week. Yeah, but like every time you died, it was like the return of Ganon. That was right, right. That yeah, I don't think that. I don't know that Ganon had been mentioned by name yet. I think the only, I mean, really, for the most part, the only dialogue I'd come across was the "It is dangerous to go alone. Take this." And he gives you the Honestly, yeah, you're right. Which is one of the like most iconic, like video game quotes of all time like it is dangerous to go alone take this is right up there with you know would you kindly and all your base are belong to us and uh how messed up was that would you kindly oh my god i just i'm so (laughs) excited for when we eventually get to that generation of games I mean, let's be honest, I'm probably going to play through the Bioshock games a couple of times before we get to that part in the series. But, oh my god, the Bioshock games are so good. So, so, so good. I need a fourth one. But in the meantime... Soon, they're making it, so... We'll see how it goes, because I don't know where they can go next. They went to the air, they went to the ocean. What's that? Space. Oh, space. Ooh. What would be I know we're talking about something, we're going off topic, but real quick, what would be like the next big daddy? You had Big Daddy, and then you had the eagle or the what's it called? The songbird? What is it called in? Mm-hmm. But yeah, there has to be a big daddy. Maybe they could just bring big daddies back and just upgrade them. So like space things. <laughs> right? Because that was the big daddy of yeah. Yeah. Yeah, except that there was in this case there was only the one. That There's was the one Elizabeth's yeah. protector. Um, That's true. But 
Yeah, I mean, I think if you because like you know the original one is set in like in the 30s, you know, a bunch of like Randian people decided to build an underwater city to get away from communism or whatever, and uh, you know, obviously, you know, all hell breaks loose, and then uh, Bioshock Infinite is like the like 1800s, like around the centennial. So I would think like this one would be like the 60s or 70s, like mm. during the space race, you know, some eccentric billionaire decides to build a floating city and a satellite and space and something goes horribly wrong. And it's so cool. That's yeah, what I would do if I was making Bioshock 4. Have it be like a cross between Bioshock and like Alien. Like, you know, maybe the, oh. you know, like they're like, <laughs> the instead of like, would be alien. exactly. Like instead of like splicing their, their DNA with plasmids, they've like harvested tissue from aliens and are splicing that into themselves to give them abilities. But it's, you know, now they have a, like a hive mind because they're all, I don't know. There's a lot of ways you can go with it. That's if I was making Bioshock 4, that's what I would do. That's but awesome. I have I have total I faith in it. them that whatever they make is going to be great. Well, here's the thing: the 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 original makers left, so they're not making this yeah, new one. So yeah, it's not like Levine <laughs> was that his name. Yeah, yeah. Take they brought they probably just bought out the license and he just took that money in. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. There's not much more I can I can really say about Zelda without getting into like spoilery territory of how far I made it. Um, so do we want to let Ryan o take it away before we talk about who made it farther? Let's do it. Who made it farther? Who made it farther? Gargoyles Quest 2, um, you know, picking up where we left off last time with, with passwords, or at least I did. I'm, I'm hoping you did as well. I didn't have to start from the beginning. Yeah, um, no, I didn't. How how far did you make it this time? Oh uh, man. To be honest, I don't know. I didn't I don't of course I don't have my notes with me because I'm in a vacation right now. But I <laughs> I'm trying to remember what was the last thing I what was the last thing you did? So for me, I made no progress this time. I'm still so I had gone to this town where they said I had to go get i don't remember the name of the item and i had to give it to this woman that's in a cave so she would give me yeah. something that i could use to break some rocks to advance so like i, I would start that. in the town and then head east and like wrap around some mountains and get to a broken bridge and talk to the guy guarding the bridge He's like are you sure you want to cross the bridge and like yes and then he would get out of the way and then he'd walk onto the bridge and it would turn into a side scrolling mission and it would, you know, it's just a platformer and you had to jump across and there were like little floating green things that shot at you and you had to jump on their heads and get across. And then... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I the, only, I made it to the green head. I made it to that. I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. I actually yeah. cleared that and made it yeah, to no, the I kept, next section. That was brutally hard. Yeah, I kept dying. So yeah. <laughs> I kinda, All right. Hey, look at that. A win for me. I think you're gonna win this week. This week was just rough. Few and far between for me. That is number 45 for me compared to your 52. Um, so Zelda, Zelda did you get any of the Triforce? 
No. I got no. one of the pieces. No, I think I did get the first one. I got one. Right, because you, you had to fight... Uh, did you have to fight a boss to get it? Yes, there's a green dragon that shoots fireballs. That's right. Yeah, it looks like it's got like a unicorn horn. You get a heart container, and then in the next room you get your first Triforce shard. So, yes. So, I beat that. Um, I also just wandering aimlessly trying to find more places. I stumbled upon the sixth dungeon, the dragon, uh, which I was just a hundred percent not ready for. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, I, I died very quickly uh, there. Um, but yeah, so in terms of actual progress, I had finished the first dungeon, got the first piece of the Triforce. I had, I had my first boomerang, uh, I had bombs. I had a red potion. Had you opened up a potion shop yet? No, I got to the boomerang. Okay, because there's I a, get a boomerang. There's an old man who tells you that you have to give a note to the old woman because there's a an old woman in a cave in one of the random screens. What are these people in caves in yeah. both games? Like, what? Stay out of a cave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. How'd you get there without weapons and stuff? I'm just yeah. curious. <laughs> well, that's what they're hiding. They managed to get that oh, far. Like, so. I'm just not coming out. You, you <laughs> I don't know what use they have for money if they're just in there hiding from Octorox and whatever. But uh, yeah, so there's an old woman in one of the caves that you, you try to talk to her and she doesn't say anything or do anything. Yeah. If you go and find this note and bring it to her, she then like offers to sell you potions. So I had oh, done that. Okay. So it sounds like I slightly made it farther than you in this. No, yeah, you did because I did not do that. Maybe I passed it. I I probably passed by the old lady. And I just didn't care to get the. I mean, I found her like three or four times, and I was like, "Why won't you say or do anything?" And then I finally found that that note, and then I went back to her again, and she was like, "Oh yeah, here, give me rupees <laughs> for a potion." I'm like, oh okay. That's helpful. Yeah, he's like, so, why did I have to give you this stupid note? Right. Lady? Can, yeah. Don't you see I'm killing off these damn enemies for you? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> There's so many of them, and they are everywhere. All right, look at that. I just narrowed the gap a tiny little bit. Um, Good job, man. I mean, you know, it's still, you're still ahead by six. Yeah, but, I don't know. And, and Mega Man May is coming. And those Mega are, Man May is coming. Yep. Those uh, games I'm pretty good at. So we'll see yes. what's going on. Uh, My goal is to beat them. Uh, I am planning to beat them. We were so close last time. I, I got the ex passwords. Yes. I am yeah, ready. <laughs> I'm so excited to have passwords. Um, next week, we are going to talk about uh, Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, and Load Runner. That's going to be next week's matchup. And then the following week, we are actually starting a week early for Mega Man May, because we have five Mega Man games to talk about, and there are only four Thursdays in May. So I just can't believe we're in our second Mega Man May. Yeah. This is the second annual Mega Man. The second annual Mega Man Day, yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be wild when we get to platforms, like when we do Genesis. It's like, what are we going to do? Like, we gotta do Mega Man X. There were not I, I don't for think Genesis. It was, it was, it was Super Nintendo. Genesis. There was damn it. 
There was no. I'm trying to think of like a Zelda, like Sonic September. Like, what are we, <laughs> what are we gonna do when we get to to Sega? I guess Sonic September. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting, because like most of the, uh, there weren't that many like multiple game franchises for Genesis. Mortal like Kombat May. Fantasy Star February. Like the- <laughs> okay, I see it. So obviously we're gonna pick the winner. Yeah, it's gonna be Zelda. It's Zelda. Like as as underwhelmed as I think we both were with it, it yeah. is so significant, and it's it is a good game. It's just it is. In, like for both of us, like I would rather play any of the Mario's. I would yeah. rather play Mega Man. I would rather play River City Ransom. I would rather play Metal Storm. I would rather play Rescue Rangers. Uh, there's, there's, you know, a lot of games we've played that I would rather play. I'd rather play Kirby. I'd rather play Metroid. Um, I but it is, I mean, it is just, it's a classic. It's number two for a reason. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's it's hard to vote against it, and none of our listeners did. Uh, we always put out a poll on Facebook and Twitter. Hundred percent of people that responded voted for Zelda, as they, as they should. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like Gargoyles Quest Two is a good game, but it's not Zelda. Yeah. So yeah, so Zelda will now move on to face. Well, Link, the Legend of Zelda will move on to face. <laughs> the winner between one of the Mega Man games, Mega Man 4, and Micro Machines. Uh, we will be, that will be coming up in, I guess, five weeks from now, uh, when we do Me- Micro Machines against Mega Man 4 as part of Mega Man May. Uh, yeah, so we've, you know, we've, we've picked our winner. We've talked about who made it farther. So it is time for Ryan O's question of the week, which I've just decided to, you know, after talking about it the last couple of weeks, so just I'm just totally rebranding the segment. This is now called Ryan's Question of the Week because he does always send in really good questions. Really via good questions yeah. uh, this week, he asks, "We have seen a lot of bounty hunters in video games lately. If you were to create a video game with a bounty hunter, what would be some must-have weapons or items?" So, I a I, I would love to see some non-traditional weaponry. Like there's, you know, every, you know, bounty hunter or whatever type game is, you know, guns and, you know, bombs. And, you yeah. know, I think there should be like, in my version of the game, like there would be a premium. You would get more money or credits or power-ups or whatever to by bringing in your bounties alive. And so there would be like a, a premium would be put on like on stealth and using like like bola guns to to wrap people up um so you can take them in or you know uh uh why can't i think of the word knockout darts um yeah the tranquilizer tranquilizer thank you that's that's the word i was looking for yeah tranquilizer darts and you know um, you know, it would be cool if it was, you know, if there was also kind of, if you had to get into combat, if it was like a more, a little more fluid rather than just like 
standing and punching and punching and punching until one of you falls down. If you could kind of use your environment. And yeah. maybe it's just because I was watching Jackie Chan clips on YouTube the other day. But if you could like totally use he your environment. Yeah. yeah. I, see, I always thought in the late 90s that Jackie Chan should have showed up in the WWF and done like a real brief program in the hardcore division. And just oh my like, gosh. Can you imagine like the you him know, in the WrestleMania match where they just go through the building and the yeah, wall. And, yeah, exactly. Such a good like, WrestleMania like, 17, man. Oh, I'm trying. <laughs> as close to a perfect wrestling show as you're ever going to see. Yep. So, so, so good. Um, even the gimmick Battle Royal was great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Iron Sheik couldn't move, but they made it <laughs> By work. the time he gets to the ring, it's going to be WrestleMania 36. <laughs> R.I.P. Bobby Heenan. Um, uh, but yeah, I always thought that would have been super fun, like watching him, like you know, roll up, crash to win the the belt, and then be chased all through the arena and like diving and in and out of everyone's ass. Just everyone's like, just uses the popcorn machine or the you know the gate, the concession stand, and he's like climbing up the side of staircases to get into the upper deck. So my weapon of choice and i don't think i don't think this is seen a lot is an instrument like a musical instrument like like i feel like a bounty hunter bard i like it i like it keep going like how cool would that be if like he has like a flute and he just like and then he's like happens like he summons (laughs) things or i don't know yeah, because yeah, it could go either way, like be like a music soothes the savage beast kind of thing, where like you can lull him to sleep, like give him the give him the jigglypuff treatment, or exactly. <laughs> or exactly. use it to like summon and, like oh I, I, I just played the wolf song. You better run. <laughs> right. And like the character is like so scared because he's like, Oh my god, he's a top bounty hunter, but no one knows how he does it. And then you find out it's because his like he has a tiny guitar. The <laughs> <laughs> ukulele of wonder. <laughs> exactly. It's this badass character, but he has a triangle that does. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my weapon of choice a I musical like instrument. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. I just love bards right now in the DD campaigns. Like, my bards God, I love my character. My favorite character Characters. I ever played was a bard. Very much like you can tell Zelda definitely has some some D and D elements to it, but it's just it's just not there yet. It's getting closer, like Breath of the Wild, being able to just kind of wander around and do whatever you want is probably the closest it's gotten so far. Yeah, um, it's almost there. No, I mean, there's some things that do it pretty. Well. Diablo does it pretty good. Yeah, yeah, some that's true. Do it. I mean, Shadow. I'm Gate. surprised that. Yeah, I'm surprised that we don't have like an official D and D game that you could do D and D in like an Xbox, PlayStation, or yeah, where you could create your character. Imagine, look it. Imagine a, it's Breath of the Wild, right? You create your own character is like a WWE game. Mm-hmm. We could do anything, <laughs> and there you go. That's D and D. I mean, it, it kind of I guess takes away. D&D, but yeah, or maybe this World of Warcraft to be honest. Yeah, I would say World of Warcraft is probably the close, but even that is there's not a ton of role playing in WoW. It's, yeah, it's like 
if D&D was only encounters, which I know some players love. Like some people are all about the, you know, rolling for initiative. But, but it doesn't but now have... We've, I was going to say, now with Discord and all these things, you can make it happen. Yeah, you can true. voice over these, these characters. So I don't yeah. know, man. That's true. But even up. that's that's you building. Like that's you adding something to the game rather than it being a part of the game like it is in true. true. Like you, it would need to be... I mean, I've talked so much on this show about Witcher 3 and I just beat it so you don't have to hear me talk about it much longer. But the like the way that you like interact with characters like the, with NPCs affects how the rest of the game goes. Like yeah. to the point where like at the end of the game it's like oh because you did this this happened and you know this war broke out <laughs> and you know yeah, this character true. died and like oh like you know you didn't get to see that happen it just like told you the story of what happened because of the choices you made but like that's that's closer like that's you know that's closer True. to how a dnd campaign works it'll something like a cross between that and a wow like they're it's just really close we're not quite there yet True. but where we are is at challenge.com slash kings of consoles <laughs> where you can see our full 100 game bracket you can see the results of our previous 56 episodes now uh, next week you'll be able to see zelda has moved on we update once a week with the previous week's results you can contribute to the show financially if you want at ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles you can watch us stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash kings of consoles. We are on facebook.com slash kings of consoles, kings of consoles pod at gmail.com. Uh, we are at kings of consoles on Twitter. I am at loopy date. And I'm at Ricky GN7. And of course, you can rate, subscribe, review uh, on whatever podcast app you like. We are, you know, obviously you're listening to us now, so you have found us on a platform, uh, but we're on almost all of them. You know, if you did, if you enjoyed listening to the show, be like, you know, I'd really rather listen to it on Apple Podcasts. That's an option. Google Podcasts, yep, we're there. Amazon Music, totally. iHeart Music, or I think it's iHeart Radio. Whatever that app is called, we're on it. Uh, Podbean, Spotify, um, you don't have to worry about uh, paying for the, you know, not having the 30 minutes of uninterrupted music uh, with the podcast. It just plays the whole way through without ads. Um, yeah. So listen, review, rate, subscribe, uh, because more good stuff is coming. We have got, uh, I think, 11 more weeks in the second round, and then we'll be down to 32 out of the 100 games, and it's just kind of the... We're separating the wheat from the chaff at this point, and uh, it's going to be just really good games going forward. We just have to get through next week with Zelda 2 and Load Runner, which, spoiler alert, I don't think either of us liked either of them. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that'll interesting. get interesting. Uh, but thanks so much for listening. Uh, we will see you next week. And until then, play old games. Play old games. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Eddie Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found by a quick Google search. 
The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans.